The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Hello. Hello. We have so much to catch up on. We are actually coordinated. We are gray, 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 gray. Yeah, we love a good gray moment. Little moment. Okay, so tell me everything. I feel like (laughs) you and I have not seen each other since the holidays. Yeah. I mean, even pre holidays. So tell me everything that you did. I want to know all the juicy details, (laughs) all the exciting things, all the boring things. I want to know everything that you did. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. I know. I'm glad that we have a moment to sit and catch up. Oh, and by the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, Happy New Year to our listeners. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. Crazy. Oh gosh. Okay. I feel like we're in the future future. Okay. What did we do this break? We start our break quite early, earlier than I feel like most schools for some uh-huh. reason. I don't know why I felt that way this year. So I actually did book two days at Bumo because we got out on Wednesday and I needed coverage Thursday and Friday. Oh, amazing. So that actually was really wonderful. And then we took off that weekend. We went skiing with our family and my in-laws, my husband's sister and her family. We got an Airbnb together and skied for about a week. And then flew to the East Coast to be with my mother-in-law and spend Christmas with her. And then we were back at home for New Year's. Mm. So that was, that's kind of like the itinerary. It's so nice to spend time with the family. I just, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what it is, but I just love to spend more quality time with them. And my sister-in-law has older kids. Mm. So they babysit your kids, basically. Yeah. I mean, they don't even babysit. They just actually all play together and like have interactions together, like, it's funny because we have still elementary aged kids. Yeah. But then when I'm with them, they're 20, I think 325, like they're out of college mm. and they have real lives, real jobs, real things. It's just such a wonderful thing to see because I'm always thinking about what are my kids going to be like mm. in high school, in middle school, in college. Like yeah. I'm always thinking about like, what does that look like for them? And it's nice to see normal, sweet, hardworking, you know, young kids. Yeah. And it's also good for the kids to have I mean I love hanging out with friends that have older kids Mm -hmm. because they all of a sudden your own kids become more mature all of a sudden yeah and they want to you know keep up with them yeah and so they're just so much more well I mean my kids are a lot younger than yours but they're so much more well behaved Uh I have older kids around Uh so oh because they're like in their best behavior yes they're on their best behavior behavior because they want to impress the older kids the unnies yeah so it's really sweet like i think we're at the stage now have 10 and 12 year old so they can play games together and watch some of the almost the same things not everything but watch a lot of things together um and then talk about it my sister-in-law is like the sweetest like it's super like vibrant has so much to say about everything she just keeps like that whole house very lively and entertained all the time with Uh all of her commentary. (laughs) Amazing. My sister-in-law, you know, they live in Connecticut. They have like this cute little backyard with a bunch of chickens. 
Mm. And they all have names. They're all named after each other, like the cousins themselves. And then my daughter is just obsessed with animals. You know, she had the petting zoo for her birthday. And so mm. that was like her theme. She just loves animals. She was out there in 20 degree weather in her flip flops, just petting the chickens and playing with them all morning. That's so cute. I'm petting tem- the chicken. Yeah. I'm like tempted to get chickens like or something. A proper farm girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do think if she if we let her, she would be a farm girl. She is so like weirdly engaged with animals. And by the way, kids don't get cold. It's, they don't get cold. It's what weird. is up with that? I don't know if they're just in denial and they're just trying to fight us, but yeah. they just don't. They don't want to ever admit that they're cold. So no, they don't. Even when they're shivering, like Ugh, shivering, they're, they're like, like no, cold. cold. It's just really sweet. And then we skied. Okay, so I was gonna ask you if you got if Santa got you anything this year. No, but uh-huh. my kids made me the sweetest gift. Cool, so. Vincent. And I do have to thank my neighbors because my neighbors have an older girl. She's 10 years old and her name is Brooke. And she is just so creative and likes to do very hands-on things. Mm -hmm. My children, they're not, they haven't really finessed that yet or like gained that confidence of like, let me create this and it's going to be magical or whatever. Brooke wanted my girls to make me a present. So she prompted that for them. And one day I remember being at home and the girls like locked themselves in the room, like what is going on? Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't come out. And so they were making my present the whole time. And they got this box, this empty box. And they wrote, I think it's like a hundred little, a hundred little piece of papers. Like everything that they loved about me. A oh, hundred? They have a hundred yes, things? a hundred little pieces of papers that were folded into yeah. like, I don't know, like little boxes. And they just dropped it in there. So it would be like, mommy's so brave. She's so kind. She's so mm-hmm. strong. You know, she works hard for me. They're like, And I don't know. That was just a really sweet it's gift. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. And they both made me cards. And they wrapped their own gift, which was probably the best part because it was just a disaster (laughs) but yeah I mean obviously I didn't get anything from Santa but I did get something very very meaningful for my kids and I'm I'm just so I don't know I was like crying reading them of course of course how about you well I honestly that was I was just thinking (laughs) okay so the reason why I was asking you is because you know I think we a lot of us put a lot of thought into gifting right like all november and december we're thinking about what to get them and is it you know we want it to be special and thoughtful and we also can't spend a ton of money on it so i know that a lot of us and our listeners i'm sure you know you know stress out about these things and then wrapping in on the whole thing but i always wonder out of all the gifts that we do end up giving our children or partners or families like what do they actually really enjoy and light up right Mm. and so I've been paying attention to that a little bit more so that I'm an even more thoughtful gifter, you know, as as the kids get older. And I did find it funny that out of all the things that my kids got, and it's been what, like maybe three weeks now, the thing that they still play with is a label maker. You know, what, you know what that is? Like, yeah, it's, it's like a, a stamp maker, no? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it like kind of looks like a calculator, like uh-huh. an old calculator. And you can right like say you want to put it makes little stickers like little labels with your name on it oh cute and so they will so lately what they've been doing is they will they will type up things like do not enter my room or something like that and then print it and then like stick it on their door and so that's been really cute and that kept them entertained the entire three weeks so i wanted to put that out there because sometimes 
those gifts are not on their list or they're not obvious things that they would even know to ask yeah. for. But it was a hit at my house. Did you give them that or Santa? Actually, my husband. Yeah, oh, my okay. husband actually gifted them that. But it's also because they needed it to label certain things. And we just threw it in as a gift. Oh, and that and was then, the most popular gift. And that was the most popular gift. That's actually, it's always the most unexpected things the most unexpected things and then for my daughter the thing that she loved the most was duct tape and again it's so weird like actual duct tape like actual duct tape but I found it in different colors and that was like my son's gift for her Uh and so and she loved it and she just duct tapes everything it's just like the weirdest thing like what her wall (laughs) yes her wall her doorknob which is problematic because it's really hard to take off she duct tapes like parts of her notebook and like clothes together so she's like making clothes for her dolls so instead of sewing them she'll like duct tape them together yeah. it's fine it's like good it just keeps them entertained yeah i just again find it odd that some things that are so random are the things that keep them most engaged yeah yeah so on the list that chloe and colette made for me or they thought that they're making up for santa there's this one thing that i was not gonna get but i did end up getting because it is kind of a bigger piece to put mm-hmm. in a house Oh God, how um, big is it? It's, I mean... Is it the horse? Did you get them no, the horse? Okay. No, that that was actually on the number one top list. I'm like, I, no. Never. Uh-huh. No, not right now. So, okay. So it's this gymnastics mm. bar. Mm-hmm. And it's really popular on Amazon. It was like the number one bestseller. And I guess a lot of the kids are talking about it at school. So mm-hmm. she she really wanted it and I was thinking about it I'm like where are we going to put this bar because it's not one of those things that you could put against the wall you have to put it in the middle of the room because they have to have enough room to kick and like do I don't know land yeah land so I don't want a freaking gymnastics bar in the middle of (laughs) my room or the living room like that's just not cute or she not aesthetic (laughs) anyways long story short I ended up getting it for them or Santa ended up getting Uh it for them And that was, I mean, I I feel like I learned something this season where Mm -hmm. you get one big piece that's really exciting for them and they actually share it. Like that Mm -hmm. was one gift that they share Mm -hmm. and they don't, they didn't touch any of the other gifts. Like they didn't care about any of the other gifts that Mm -hmm. we got them. But did you have to also get the mats on the bottom? No. So we actually had cushions at home. They're not gymnastics cushion, but they work for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So all they do and they literally and it's actually great because when because I have a Peloton in the playroom. And so what there's two things that happened out of this one. I realized that they view it as like exercise time, yeah. like play exercise time. So I get to actually be on my Peloton in the same room with them while they're doing their flips and turns. And instead of putting my headphones on. I just blast the Peloton music mm-hmm. and then they feel like they're part of like kind of working out with me. So that's really been great. That's, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then two, because we just didn't have space in the house, I said, okay, well, this room is technically quote unquote a playroom. You guys don't even play with anything in here. So let's just purge. Let's just get rid of stuff and give it to someone that needs it. So I think it was... The day after Christmas, we spent the entire day just purging everything. Oh my God. Just, I feel relief just listening yes. to that. Yes. Yeah. And it was, and you know how toys, they just get messy and 
built up and Legos are everywhere and yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so, and they, they didn't even know that existed. Yeah. The and, Legos I would keep though. Yeah. Did you get rid of the Legos? No, no. We no, kept okay. it all in like a, like a box one, separately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like good. one big box. But then there's so many like plastic dolls. Yeah. There's so many, you know, random Barbies yeah. that they just like don't even care about. Yeah. And so we probably got rid of 90% of the things. Wow. Donated that. And also we had these huge, massive kind of Pottery Barn bookshelves. You know, the shelving units that yeah. Pottery, Pottery Barn kids are known for. We had like six of those. And we didn't even use like a quarter of them okay. because, I mean, I don't know why we had six of them. So we actually gave those to my cousins. And all of a sudden it just freed up so much space. And so bar. it it... Because of the gymnastics bar, it allowed us to have another activity, which was purging. And, mm -hmm. you know, usually I would have to, like, force them to do something like that. Oh. But they were excited to do it because they wanted to make room and more space for something that they're super excited about. So it was actually a very pleasant experience. That worked out so well. Yeah, it worked yeah. out really, really well. So that was probably the biggest hit gift for them. And they and because I do co-parent there, I know that right when they get back to my place because I didn't have them this week right when they get back to my place which is tonight they're gonna like be so excited to see it yeah. and because they, they don't get to see it every day so yeah that was a really hit gift I'm really proud of you that you took that you put that thing in there I've seen those it's not cute it's not cute but no it like you said it just takes up so much space yeah. and it's not something that you can put away every afternoon it like no, because you, it takes a minute to build up so it has to live like that forever until oh, yeah. you take it down completely yeah very proud of you thank you i'm very proud well, of you well you know what it's it, it keeps them busy yeah. and moving which and is a moving. good point yeah. and i realized that we do it at when we do it at the end of the night they just go ham like they go so buck wild mm -hmm. and then they just get so tired after yeah. so it's it perfect oh, yeah it was worth it yeah, totally worth it. And they'll probably get sick of it in, I don't know, a few months. So that's no, when, well, yeah. maybe a, a year, hopefully at least. And then we could pack it away. Something I was going to say about the, when you have a ton of toys, because you guys are still in that stage. I mean, you, you just said that you got rid of a lot of them. But something I was learning among the things that you did keep was to take some of that away and put it in a shelf, like where they can't see it. Mm -hmm. And then recycle them like in three or six months. Oh, yeah. And so it feels new instead of having all of the toys in the same space and they see it every day, but don't play with it because they're not engaged. There's not like exciting because they're yeah. bored of it. But if you kind of recycle them because they're hidden, sometimes that helps with the newness. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do mean, remember it's all a game. It's all a mental yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so excited to see the toys that they've always had yeah. that they stop playing with all yeah. of a sudden. So, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that with the Legos because... Because Legos are expensive, but they did get them as gift for a long time, but they wouldn't play with them. Like my kids were not really into Legos for a long time. And then during COVID, I just started to take them out and they played Legos all COVID long. Mm. And so that's why I was like, make sure you keep the Legos at least. Your hair is looking incredible today. Thank I mean, it always you. looks good, but today it looks extra voluminous and soft. And I, I don't know, there's something about it. No, seriously. I've been using Whey for the last three months. They have this incredible detoxing shampoo and a spray leave-in conditioner. And I am so sorry to say, but it's amazing. Amazing. And I actually gifted it to all of our teachers for the holidays and my cousins. I don't know what That's to say. That's a really nice gift. I, I think would so have too. loved to receive that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I never got one. Oh, well, 
I'm just kidding. I have all the products, so no need. I I love, love their detox shampoo. It is actually probably the most used shampoo for me since I've discovered it. And I think for me, because I have kind of a flaky head sometimes. That's nice to know. I know. Very (laughs) sexy, right? It actually has helped that a lot. Mm. And also they have a new anti-dandruff shampoo. It's flake-free, obviously, but that's something that I have my eyes on because, you know, a girl's got to keep her head clean. And also I do love their leave-in conditioner as well. It's it's something I use almost every day. Okay, I'm so glad they're coming up with this product because I also, too, suffer from dandruff once in a while. So this flake-free way and it's anti-dandruff shampoo. I love it. And it's formulated with their Cape Town fragrance, which actually, I don't know if you've smelled their um, Cape Town scent. It's really, really beautiful. It has ginger and spearmint, so your hair smells <gasps> as good as it feels. Yum. And salicylic acid to gently kind of soothe itchy, irritated scalps um, while keeping your hair clean and soft. I know you're always itching your I, head. Okay, well, do you need to share I mean, all of the information to this. the people? You need the shampoo. I do. I'm, yeah. not, I'm reading the, the thing and I'm like, oh, I really need to get this. Um, okay. Yeah, so if you guys are interested, go to theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. And use code BUMO for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, code BUMO. Hey guys, I'm Alexis Waters and this is my podcast, Girls Night. My ADHD is my superpower, okay? Each week I will stimulate your mind with hard-hitting questions like, why do men have nipples? Or how did women have sex in colonial times? Were they happy? I don't know. On Girls' Night, I'll be catching up with my hilarious and talented friends. It's our weekly escape. It's not therapy, but it's free. And I guarantee you, we're going to have a great time. You can follow me at AlexisWaters underscore on Instagram. And you can find new episodes of Girls' Night every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Also with, I guess... What else? I'm trying to think. What else did I gift that was a hit? Mm-hmm. I'm not a really good gift giver. You so just when, gave them a gymnastics bar. Like, I know, but then, so, but then when I do give something that's a hit, I get really proud of it because <laughs> yeah. it's not common. God, mm. I don't, I don't know. Well, I got a pasta making machine. Is that hobby. a good gift or a bad no, gift? No, it's it was a whole thing. Look, initially, I was like. You know, first of all, so grateful that I even got a gift from husband and I love him for even trying. Oh, even better. It's from your husband. From husband. I love that he got you a pasta making machine. It's what? like. What? It's like what? What's the word? What's the word? It's just like, What's I love your word? cooking. So I think you should cook more and be in the kitchen more. So the pasta making machine was like a thing that it just, everybody was getting one during COVID because we were all home. Everybody was making bread, making pasta from scratch the whole thing. And I do love to cook and I do cook for my family. But again, like you said, I was like, wait, what? I wanted a necklace, I not a pasta like, making machine. I would have made it not like more labor. <laughs> anyway, again, <laughs> it, it is now in the return pile. I mean, my sweet oh husband my tried and I love him for it. And, you know, he was just like, oh, it's just before like special days and, you know, we would make it together or whatever. And I did think about it. I did keep it for a week. And I was like, okay. I started to watch some of the videos 
to see what it would entail. And then I was like, no, no, I can't. So is your initial reaction when you open these things like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> yes, of course. I'm not a terrible person. But then person. at one point, are you like, I think I'm going to return it. And you tell him that? Yeah, yeah, of course. We're so very he open. knew that your reaction was fake then? Well, I think initially I was excited just to get a present, period. <laughs> you know? How sad. I um, mean, that's just all, all parents after kids. It's like, just to get a one tiny present yeah, is exciting. Exactly, exactly. The opening is half of the excitement, right? I mean, initially I was like, oh, fun. And I was like, I have seen my friends do it. And just like, God, what is it called? The Oh my God, I'm missing the name right now. The air fryer had like a moment. And the the pot, what is the pot? The instant pot had a moment, right? Like all these appliances for the stay-at-home mommies is they have moments and yeah. like people get excited and we chat about it for three months. And so it's a thing, which I love. But this one, and again, some of my friends did do it during COVID and were excited about it and like got fancy about it. But I definitely was like, I don't, I don't know if I can get on board with this one. You know, initially I was you excited tried. and I tried. But then after I watched the videos on YouTube, I was like, I'm not going to spend three hours Making, making pasta. pasta. Yeah, it's all about efficiency. It's time, exactly. So, you know, I told my husband and he was an angel. He was like, fine, I'll return it. But he did gift me, since we went skiing for a week, I opted out of skiing this entire time. So I actually did not physically ski. And that was like the greatest gift my husband Really? Could give you me. don't enjoy skiing? It's like the thing about my, I don't know how like other families do their whole skiing thing, but my family were really into trying new mountains. Now that the kids are intermediate advanced, we go and explore a bunch of mountains. So we do different levels, but I'm not there. You're, you're I'm scared. Still. I'm from Guatemala. I like the tropics. Like, <laughs> you know, I like humidity. So I think the first few years I was on board to, you know, because I do enjoy it. But when the, the runs are too difficult, I get scared. Yeah. It, it snowed three days this this winter. Yeah. And they skied during the snow and wind. And I was like, there's no way. There's no visibility. As There's no way. I'm not going. So and I so, stayed home. I mean, uh, I stayed in the Airbnb. Oh, okay. And at first I felt a little bit sad and like, oh, man, I'm missing out. But then I was like, I'm just going to watch TV for three hours. Oh, amazing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Why force yourself in the cold snow and falling all over the place? I mean, that was me a few weeks ago. So I took the girls to Mammoth and it was their first time actually skiing. Mm -hmm. They killed it. I, it's fascinating to me to watch kids pick up skiing because they learn so, so fast. fast. So by the end of the day, so they did it for three days. But by the end of the first day, Chloe was already going down slopes. Mm -hmm. And Colette was also pretty much going down slopes as well and I decided to do it with them or actually I decided to do the runs by myself just to make sure I have it and I'm just like I I'm like like it's just so much harder as an adult just, I'm just like falling all over the place is this your first time skiing are you no, kind of just learning or no so I because I started with my kids oh okay because I hadn't skied before yeah, so I think that's what I'm going to do next time. So I snowboarded my whole life oh, growing up, but then I completely stopped after like college and, you know, as an adult. And so I started skiing again, maybe I think a year ago, but I, I did it like sporadically. I did it, you know, once every winter. When Chanel invites you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just say it like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We've seen the post. I went to Aspen and Chanel invited me and they got me a private teacher. And that was like the one time I learned how to ski. 
And then so this time I was like, okay, I got it. So I went down the hill and I was like, oh, I definitely don't have it. And so the next day I got, there was no like private instructors available. So I went to a group class and it was like beginner, beginner, right? And I kind of knew the beginner stuff and I got bored. It was like a five hour thing. And I was like, I'm not staying here for five hours. (laughs) So I, I laughed after an hour and then I just went down the slopes again. And I was just like falling all over the place. Oh, you were actually falling? I was falling towards like the end when it got really steep. Yeah. Yeah. I know that last run of the the mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah. But you want to be careful. My gosh. I know. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I I kept doing it until like I got it down. But then at the end of it, I was like, I am so tired. Like it's it's, hard. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then so. But I promised the girls I'll take them one more time. So we're thinking about February. But I'm like, I'm I'm just gonna do the the private session with them because okay. I want to get it down. Because I actually really want to be able to go down a slope with them without yeah. falling. And also, quite frankly, as you would say, like, oh, your partner will take them down, and that's and not being sexist at all or stereotyping, but. Typically, when it comes to sportier stuff, Mm -hmm. the men handle that, right? Like in a traditional kind of relationship, like the men will take them, I don't know, down the ski slope. They would help teach them how to ride a bike. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, because I don't have. I don't know. Gender stereotype, I guess. Definitely not sexist. Gender stereotype. But because I don't have that, I don't have like a partner where I could be like, hey, just take the kids down. I have to be that. Yeah which has challenged me in different ways because I'm not that person. And I'm usually that person where I'm like, oh no, I'm just going to sit back and just like be on my phone or read a book or whatever it is. And so that's been exciting for me to kind of push myself in that capacity, I guess, especially during these winter times, because I want them to have those memories of, oh, when we're growing up, we went skiing and, you know, and it's so fun. It's fun. It's actually really fun. And I think it's good that you're learning with them. That's why I was yeah. asking. But w- the one thing I would say is because I also started learning with them at Mammoth, same with the lessons. But I think what ended up happening, like you said, because kids learn so much faster and they have much less fear and they're just more adventurous just and like more willing. You, yeah. Exactly. They outpace you. So I do recommend that you continue to take the lessons until you feel so confident and yeah. until you can keep up with them because that is what's happening now because I didn't keep up with the lessons when they are now doing more challenging things in new mountains. I just, I get too scared to, and so I don't go. So yeah. what they do is like, we'll do some of like the green blues together. And then when they're doing blacks then like they just go with dad. So, and sometimes I do wish, I mean, actually this week, I was so happy that I didn't have to go, uh-huh. but other times I, I do feel left out. Mm. So I, I would say like keep up with those lessons so that you can keep up with them. Maybe we should like a Achma ski ski Let's ski group. I actually really enjoy skiing, but this mountain it it was hard. It's challenging. Where do you go usually? All over. All over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's my big goal is to learn yeah. properly how to ski because I want to. I, I, yeah, I, I want that to be a part of their childhood memories, like I skiing with mom. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that you're learning something new for them. No, it, I think it means a lot to them. Yeah, I picked up jujitsu for them for a year. Remember, I was talking yeah. about that. It was, you know, not <laughs> my thing, but it like meant something to them actually. Yeah, so it's yeah. really good. The the girls are gonna love that. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I hope so. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do hope so. Yeah, and. 
I don't know. It's something to look forward to every yeah. every winter. Plus, I think. you like to wear all the cute ski outfits. Yeah, there like, are. We some just good, wear regular stuff. Good cute ski stuff. That yeah. I mean, it is really expensive though. All the ski stuff. It's it's beyond. It's yeah, it's a lot. But not everybody has to wear those. You can go skiing and just wear regular ski clothes. And if I'm going to go ski, I'm going to make it a moment. But also, I realized that because I fall so much that I just need to wear all black. So it's not like this red, like, like tumbling ball falling like down. Like fur ski. Yeah. Thing. yeah. No, I don't wear fur, by the way. But, but it's always all black. So I just like blend in with everyone. Yeah. But yeah, so we went skiing. That was incredible. We stayed at a resort where it was so easy. You literally, and it's not the chicest of places. It doesn't but have to be. Yeah. It was for the convenience, yeah. right? And literally, we stepped out and the gondola was right there. Yeah. And we didn't have to jump into our car, not even once. And it was just so easy because when we used to do Big Bear, it was such a, a trip. Nope. So. I don't know. If you're in LA area, I would suggest doing Mammoth. I think it's so much better than Big Bear. Yeah, and the mountain is really nice. Yeah. What about New Year's? What you guys do? Nothing. So I didn't no. have the girls during oh, New okay. Year's. And that was my one week where I just kind of checked out. I, I wanted to check out of social. And I kind of get to that headspace towards the end of the year mm -hmm. consistently. And so I think it's just like my mind and my body telling me that I need to slow down. And I, I don't want to work and not many people are working anyways during that time so I just have like I just it's not like I made an announcement to be like I'm not gonna do social media I just didn't look at my phone for a week and that was really nice I actually think yeah. I'm actually very inspired when some of the influencers I follow say things because then it does remind me to be like oh yeah I should just get off the thing for a week or two so it's good I, yeah I'm always inspired by that I think it's always Especially during the holidays, it's easy to just see what everyone else is doing around you because everyone's posting. But I mean, for me, it's more of like what's in front of me. And yeah. I think the best way is not to necessarily be tied to social. Yeah. And also, I think I do it mainly for myself because I just personally need that space to kind of reflect and to be able to, you know, have some breathing room. And I, I realized that a lot because so, so much of what I do is creative and yeah. I have to be in a really good creative space. And towards the end of the year, I just get kind of burnt out. And so what kind of checking out of social media and just like this whole digital world allows me to do is to have just room for like blankness, like a blank canvas. Mm. And so then all of a sudden I just start observing things I start realizing and it's not like oh I need a good idea so I'm gonna get off of social mm -hmm. it's just being in the present moment yeah. and what I realize after I do that for a few days I become naturally creative again mm. because I think it's just allowing your your mind to to breathe yeah and so yeah during that time I spent a lot of time with my family I worked out a lot working out is a big kind of way for me to get creative again because mm -hmm. I I don't know I, I do a lot of my random idea brainstorming sessions on the treadmill <laughs> so we went hiking we yeah just like just disconnect disconnect and, yeah. and it was nice and at some time some points I was like I'm a little bored right now, but I, I want to get there yeah. because I think it's healthy. And I think we had an episode at one point where it's like healthy for kids to be bored. Yeah. I also think it's healthy for adults too to be bored. So true. 
because we're never but we're overstimulated all the time i mean we yeah. talk about the kids like that yeah. but how about for us all right we're overstimulated probably even more than the kids yeah. with all the yeah. media consumption digital tv yeah. magazines uh, just like hearing from friends what they're doing and their drama and all of that yeah. and so yeah towards the end of the year like i try to get to a place where i'm a little bored yeah <laughs> and it's healthy yeah yeah, and I didn't travel. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, you didn't fill your calendar with other things either. Yeah, yeah I did I it. I love that. Yeah. But my natural tendency is to be like, oh, I have all this time. Where should I fill go? Yeah. Where, what should I do? I don't have the right. kids this week. Right. But for the first time, like, I'm not going to plan anything. I'm just going to be. Just be. Yeah. And that's been really nice. I love that you talk yeah. about that. How yeah. about you? How was your New Year's? I'm the same. So because we had kind of almost two weeks with my in-laws. We came back on the 28th, I think, 29th. So then 29th through the 2nd, it was just a home. Mm. You know, kind of like unpacking all the Christmas decorations, putting it away. We did have like a couple social things, but we kept it like as minimum as possible. And same, I we were just home cooking, eating, watching a little TV, and then just like going to sleep. There's something, I don't know, there's something like comforting about doing nothing and just like being at home and just getting ready like for the next year Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I think it helps the kids too like they also need time to kind of regulate a little bit before school starts yeah because then once school starts it's schedules it's it's you know they're being expected to do a lot of things yeah so I do think having five days or so before helps my kids at least just to regulate and then play with their label maker and things like that you know and just be home and and then we do go out and maybe do like an hour of movements, like either walking or running up and down something or biking or whatever. And then we're just home. Yeah. Feeding and watching TV and like hanging out. I mean, two weeks, was it two weeks, three weeks? Of for us? At home? Well, the but kids. the two weeks, for us, it was, that's why I was so surprised. We I felt like it was a little longer this year, but I feel like we almost had three weeks this year. Yeah. I yeah. felt like it was long. Yeah. But I also don't have the kids half the time, which I'm like... Yeah, it's nice that the kids are home for three weeks, but oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I only need to be with them for half the time. Yeah. So. I'm so glad school's back. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure all the parents oh, are very excited that school so is glad. back in session. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we're here in the brand new year, starting off fresh. Yeah, and we actually get time to catch up. I feel like starting in a few weeks is gonna get a little crazy yeah, for get me. So busy. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'm just enjoying the now, right now. Looking at you, talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, Happy New Year's. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful start to a brand new year. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumobrain on Instagram.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.